Name a song from Power Man 5000. Uh, I can do that. Okay, um, go ahead. I'm waiting. Turn me on, Mr. Deadman. Is that one of theirs? I don't even know. You could be right. <laughs> I don't know. Which I um, thought is actually a freaking awesome no. title. Because what that is, is from the Beatles conspiracy. Yeah. Allegedly, you can hear that when you play the Beatles okay. record backwards. Right. It says, turn me on, Mr. Dead Man. Oh, and they're talking about Paul McCartney, allegedly. Oh, fall? Fall McCartney, fall allegedly McCartney. dying in 1966. <laughs> Have you watched that that documentary about the the conspiracy of dead paul i you know what i have because and this is it does tie in with a rock story but okay yeah uh stephen carpenter a friend of mine knew him and okay. probably in around 2015 or so uh he was he's always a fixture at the nam show for his guitar endorsements and stuff which is the music instrument uh yeah trade show that goes sure. on that's and not the so, guy from the deftones is it it's the guy from the deftones oh all right and so he's your friend i got to meet him that day we got to smoke out and my friend darren my good friend darren uh introduced me and stefan was a totally cool dude and he's like you gotta see this documentary and he he talked up the documentary a great deal okay about about the paul mccarty thing i hadn't really it, it wasn't really on my radar this is the one with the much. george the george um harrison tapes is that where they use I the think tapes so. to the, prove the one where some really skeevy uh, guy in the beginning says he's putting the thing together? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, same one. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. That documentary was fucking stupid. <laughs> 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 All right. However, the premise is is actually appears to me to be very true. And okay. There's there are better people that have researched the Paul McCartney thing. Um, but I'm all in on it, man. After all the people that I've, all the documentaries I've kind of watched and independent research and mostly like all the photos that you see of Paul McCartney changing over the years yeah, and the, and all these other factors that, that pop in, how they, how after that, they pretty much broke up. They only played like one rooftop show after mm -hmm. that. And, yeah. you know, you can clearly see something was going on with Paul mccartney's face back then they might have even had a couple paul mccartney's for a minute but the, the we've had the main one for most of our life sure and he's super talented yeah he's super freaking talented more talented than the original paul mccartney you know it's interesting that's in the news again because i i didn't read the whole story yet but apparently his daughter had a near miss with somebody try to run her over oh wow and maybe that's a message to fall to keep his stupid mouth shut <laughs> take it to your grave fall that's right because there's there's a book uh out and now i wish i had it on the tip of my tongue that's like 666 pages that that pretty much lays out the whole part paul mccartney experience through the eyes of this paul mccartney uh character and i'm going to look that up before oh yeah it's the memoirs of billy shears so maybe okay. you could look that up for us while we're spitting I'm it looking, out here. Yeah. Uh, the Memoirs of Billy Shears. And this book came out, and it's basically the one and only Billy Shears. It basically talks about how this guy came to become Paul McCartney 
1966 and everything that went down uh, with that. There's also talk that he may be Aleister Crowley's grandson or something. Who might be Paul McCartney or the, the Paul guy McCartney? It, Billy Shears. Okay. There's so, some weird shit. Wait, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. So Billy, this, are we saying that Billy Shears is the guy that replaced Paul McCartney? That's right. The one and only Billy Shears. Uh, so the guy, it, the guy that that married the one-legged lady, right. is Billy Shears. But apparently, she went along with it because he had a bigger dong. So she one. knew. She did know. She did know, and she kept a secret. But again, like apparently, MI6 was a big part of this whole thing too. They basically. Uh, were so scared that when Paul McCartney, who allegedly was leaving the studio one night in 1966, uh, cr- crashed and died and his head got all messed up, actually looked like a walrus. And that's, and that's where I that am song, the walrus? I Am the Walrus, kind of came from. Uh, but they were so worried that young people all over the world were going to kill themselves that they were like, okay, MI6 has to step in. We need a replacement. We have to keep this going. And the Beatles, from what I understand, were a pretty put-together band by George, you know. What's his Mm -hmm. name? Not George Carlin, but... George uh, Harrison. George, No. No, the guy that produced them. George R.R. Martin. George Martin. Correct. He was the Not the R.R. guy. The R.R. guy is the Lord of the Rings guy, right? Right. Uh, And, you know, those first Beatles songs, they're very young kid i want to hold your hand they're goofy and you know there's a a very distinct oh yeah change in the style from 1966 all of a sudden they get really dark and cool and i mean some of their best stuff arguably are you know is after that dude it's funny that you bring that up because they have two two greatest hits out the red they're they're commonly known as the red and the blue and the red is the early stuff 60 60 to 66 or whatever right and then the blue is 66 to 70 and i own both i'm a huge beatles guy i love the beatles i i own both i don't think i've ever once gone to the to the early years i i couldn't give a two flying fucks about she loves you yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i don't you know i i I guess at the time when when you were going from perry como to that that must have seemed awesome but yeah but, but it I also mean, seemed kind of fake looking back too, you know, again, hindsight, you're like watching these performances and the girls look like they're like being paid to do it. The, the screams yeah. sound overdubbed. Well, almost, I, mean, you dude, know? I mean, that was the same era as the War of the Worlds and all that. I mean, War of the Worlds had just happened and you know, some media guys or some other guys were watching that. We're like, damn, we could do something with this. Yeah, it worked. I mean, it did work. And it was a, a phenomenon. Uh, you know, I've said in other episodes, my parents were more Rolling Stones parents, sure. which mm-hmm. I love the Stones. I mean, I have an appreciation for the Beatles. Um, and again, you know, after all the stuff I've watched, uh, Mike Adams is a, is a podcaster that's done a lot of great work on dissecting the whole Paul McCartney thing. And, and okay. he's probably the one I've put the most uh, hour, hour. I think his name is Mike Adams. I'll have to look on my youtube thing shit i wish i had it on hand but uh he's put the most research into the changes of the face right and ears and all that stuff which is you know really interesting but stefan carpenter deftones kind of put me on that path 
you know, even though that first documentary he talked about was shit. Right. Uh, I still got into it. And after, after everything I saw, I'm all in that. Yes. The real guy died. Probably one of the most interesting stories was uh, in the eighties when Paul McCartney got in trouble in Japan, in uh, Japan, I think, or China with marijuana. He got caught with marijuana. Okay. And that's yeah, like, yeah. That you get in a lot of fucking trouble for that. Sure. Over there. That's like an international incident, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But apparently, not only did they catch him, but when they did the fingerprints, it didn't match up with uh with Paul with McCartney. Paul McCartney. It came up right. as somebody else. So then that, you know, MI6 had to come in again and right. smooth that whole thing over. Right. Did it come up as Billy Shears? Possibly. I don't know. Uh, you'll have to read the book. I'll have to check it out. I'm going to I'm going to definitely have to get this book and check it out. Although I know me, I'll never pages. I'll never read it. I don't know why I'm saying I'll I'll do that. I'll never read it. Why? Cuz reading takes time. Turn it into a documentary and I'll watch it. Okay. <laughs> I can't be bothered with reading. <laughs> you know, I, I I need my media spoon fed to me. I might I get, get it. I might get the book cuz it's just what? It's freaking interesting. It's a little creepy that it's 666 pages. I don't know about that, but no. Well, this says it's not. This says it's 671. Oh, well, maybe with a little extra. Yeah. They probably know. threw a couple of pages in there because it wasn't selling enough because it was satanic. Yeah. Hey man, Alistair Crowley's grandson, possibly. Ooh. This guy. Now, how do they come up with that? You know, again, I have to I have to review this. We could talk about it in the future. Or hey, what I wanted to say tonight to the listeners is on any of these topics that we talk about, feel free to write it to Chris and I. Yeah. If you got questions about it, we'll answer your questions on the following show. And i I could, you know, have follow-ups to some of this stuff sure. if they were interested to know. Yeah, absolutely. So Hit us up. About. There's there's an email form on the chrisaken.net. Just go there and put the form in there. Yeah, we ought to try and get this author on this Thomas E. Your you Harriet. You go fuck off. Yeah, that's his other name. We ought to try and get him on. I know I have another author that did, that wrote a book about. Um, he was a lawyer for John Lennon, writing wow. about all all John Lennon's law problems that he had or something. Interesting. About he had a lot that. Of law you want to have that guy? On? Yeah, he apparently he did. I'll send you the book to read, and then then we can interview him. Because okay. I have the book. I have the book. And of course, I've never once cracked it. I've had it for six months. <laughs> hmm. But but we could have that guy on. Why not? Oh, yeah. I would love to have any of either of these authors. Yeah. I'd like to have any conspiracy author on. That would be a huge thing. If you got the author of memoir, of our numbers are going to go up. <laughs> well, I'm in for that. Dude, I'll, I don't, A, I don't care about the numbers, but B, I would just like to talk to him about, dude. I love even that shitty documentary, the one we're talking about, where George Harrison snuck me these tapes right before he died. And oh yeah, that guy. You know, I would have that guy on. Sometimes I wonder if they do these shitty documentaries just to distract you from a real one and promote the hell out of it, so that that way when you look it up, that's the first thing that comes up. So you go, oh, this is fucking bullshit, and like look away from it yeah well dude and and sometimes they make these documentaries purposely to try and redirect the narrative right um you know like about about 
whatever the subject is. Like today, as an example, I, I was watching um, on Tubi. Tubi, Tubi TV announced um, this new Tubi original called Killing Diana about Princess Diana. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I couldn't give two fucks about the royal family. I really don't care. You know, and honestly, when Princess Diana died, I couldn't be bothered other than my ex-wife was like big into the royals. So she was glued to her TV to watch the every bit of news and the funeral and all the crying for poor William and poor Harry and blah, blah, you know, all that bullshit. And me, I couldn't be bothered to be bothered. You know, I was like, whatever, I'm going out. See, I'm going to get a beer. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't care. That being said, I still watch these documentaries because I'm a murder buff, I guess. I'm I'm into serial killer shit and murder shit and conspiracy shit. I'm into all that stuff. So I'm watching this documentary. And this was the first documentary I've ever seen. And I've watched a bunch on Princess Diana's death. This was the first one that I've ever seen where they didn't try to hide what a whore she was. And I was like, damn. I mean, they were just like, they How tried. big of a whore was she? She was a big whore. She took a lot of dick while she was married. And and Dude, they they sure. said all of it. That and that was surprising to me because you know they've they've always tried to portray her as, you know, the queen that was she was an was, outsider though, am I correct? Yeah. That she was, she was she was actually not of the royal blood, so she was treated like well, crap. Something her, like that. Her family was wealthy, but, and she was raised to be, I I just learned this today, whatever private school she went to, somehow if you went to that private school, you were given a title within England. Oh. So she was, she was Lady Diana of Spencer, Lady Diana Spencer. But it was really Dirty Diana. Yeah. It really was. It really was. Because she was taking lots of dick. I mean, they, well, and they specified it. that on Thanksgiving, in addition to liking the white meat and the turkey, she also liked the dark meat. She was into the, she was definitely into the, um, into the, um, halal if you will she liked herself a muslim or two a halal she they had halal isn't that what that is it sounds like hey man let's just go out for some halals no isn't that what the shits and halals isn't that the muslim blessed meat is the halal great now i'm gonna die is that what it is i don't know it's some it's some meat that's blessed by the muslims i thought maybe i'm wrong but I always thought that's what that was. But well, but yeah, she had for my ignorance. She had two two different Muslim dudes that she was banging. She had some doctor. She was fucking some doctor, but the doctor didn't like the spotlight, so she dumped him. And then and then she hooked up with that other guy, the guy that she died with, that Dodi Fayed guy, mm-hmm. whose whose dad owned that Harrods. So two is that Muslims a, is in that a row. casino. It's uh, like a department store chain or oh, something. Oh, Harrods. Like, okay. Harrods. 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 Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I, I Again, I, I don't know that. But then they talked about she was fucking one of her security guards. Then she was fucking some other guy that she met, some photographer guy. Then she was fucking another guy. I mean, she was a whore. She was throwing that pussy around. The photographer's got to have some pictures of this. I can't believe there's no pictures of, of her anywhere. 
and believe me, I've I've searched Lady Diana Fappening. Back then, it's not like the girls when you were taking pictures with your old timey camera back then. It's not like they could run up and go, "Let me see how they came out," and start like deleting the ones she doesn't like or whatever. Like, yeah, she just she just trusted. Well, you're a, a professional, and mm-hmm. whatever you develop in your dark room back there, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, you got to watch this documentary though, dude," because I think. And this is, and again, maybe it's just me being the cynical fuck that I am, but I think they were trying to portray her in a good light. It doesn't sound like it. But it, well, they, they didn't. To, to me, I watched it and was like, Jesus, you know, they kept trying because they kept trying to say, well, she was in a loveless marriage, so she took on affairs of her own. You know, they tried to go that route. Well, that I believe because he's part of all that sick stuff yeah. that goes on man well i get you know all that, what i mean but but again instead of just walking away from it she was like well i'll just fuck this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy he could just bankroll my sexcapades yeah and then he, and then she was doing and again like every other chick i'll say it you're not saying it i'll say it like every other chick she was pushing the buttons she was absolutely there was there was one time that she was going to a party that she knew that that Camilla Parker Bowles was going to be at. Mm-hmm. And she wore the slut dress. Purposely, oh. she wore. And that's what it's known as, is like the, the slut you dress. Have that or chance? What, that documentary? No, the picture of her in this alleged dress. Let or me find the slut dress. This, come on, man. Princess Diana. The same or, or just a radio show. Yeah, true. That's true. Let me see. <laughs> The iconic revenge dress. Yeah, here it is. This isn't like J-Lo's dress where it's like, I mean, it's, it's, be like glued on the nipple. No, 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 no. I mean, it's definitely not. It's definitely not that. But it's, you know, for for a royal family person, this was this was like really, really risque back in the 90s. It's no wonder they had to kill her. Allegedly. You know, allegedly had to kill her. What is this tab? Princess Diana. Yeah, she I mean, is. again, you were talking about her death earlier, and I always send people to uh, Mile, Miles Mathis' website because mm-hmm. he has some great science papers, and, and he has a lot of the photos from that the press were given of the crash scene and, and moments, taken moments before the crash. Right. And they all look totally staged for some yeah, reason. It could be. I mean, I, I, definitely, I definitely can think of that that could be. I mean... And, and and part of it was just, you know, then the whole story about you got the guy that wasn't really a driver and, you know, the speed limit in the tunnels, 30 miles an hour, and he's going 120. Fuck out of here. Okay, boy. sure. Yeah, get the fight. And, and nobody, nobody stopped him between coming out of the restaurant the or wherever. Family there. could have been so embarrassed. They're like, look, uh, we're either going to kill you or fake your death. You got to get out of here. And yeah. You got one chance. We'll help you get out. And I saw a picture somebody was trying to say it was her like of today. And it, I mean, but you can't believe anything anymore that you see because they have all kinds of age progression software. CGI is yeah. to this unbelievable level yeah. uh, to where you just can't believe any video or photos anymore. Yeah. But I right agree. here, we're looking at the photo. That's the, the revenge dress. They're calling it. I said the slut dress, mm. but same thing. Okay. I mean, for I don't think that's that bad for an old princess for somebody that was like in the royal family. That's fucking crazy talk. Back you can see below like that 
that yeah. photo uh, in the middle down below is very conservative for the most yeah. part, right? I mean, not yeah. even showing her neck. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you don't even see like Kate Middleton wearing something showing no showing that much titty today. You know what? Every all these old ladies got their titties out these days. Uh, we were mm-hmm. watching something the other night. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis came out, Ugh. and her titties were just. And I made some comment about it, and I got in trouble for Backhanded. that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, she thought I meant, oh, hey, I, I go, hey, Jamie Lee Curtis has her titties out, and uh, but I, I didn't say it in a way like that. I was like, oh, somebody's got their titties out. I, I don't know even know how I said it exactly, but it's not. I didn't mean it in a turned on way. I meant it more like, wow, like look at this, an old lady with her titties out. I don't know yeah. why she was doing that, but she was. Yeah, well, I thought she was a little old to be doing it. And, and that's the point. When she was all naked and dancing in True Lies, yes. Mm-hmm. She was like 41 years old. That was hot. True Lies, that had to be 35 years ago. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Out, right? She was probably oh 35, God. 40 years old. When I mean, that's like the iconic scene where she's where where she's like kind of dancing up to the bed and she's all just wearing like a thong and, you know, mm-hmm. tits are all out and shit. You know, that's an iconic scene. And and she looked hot. She's probably 35, 40 years old at that scene. No one right. wants to see Jamie Lee Curtis now. No, it was uncomfortable to yeah, see her know, grandma with her. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like walking in, in on your grandmother in the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I <laughs> know what? I'm not even going to tell that story. Next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just it's just it's uncomfortable and and Jamie Lee Curtis should stop it, you know? You're not in true lies anymore. Trying to pretend you're sexy is the biggest true lie you're telling. So stop it. You know. You're just, in old thighs. Yeah, yeah, truth. Yeah, old thighs exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for old guys. <laughs> That's right. Old thighs for old guys. Old thighs for old guys. If you think that young guys want you, that's the truest lie you've ever. Did told. you ever hear the? It's not a conspiracy, but uh, that she may have been a hermaphrodite. I've heard that. Yeah, I'm not buying it. And if yeah, she, I don't know. And if she is, well, then I've spanked my dick to a hermaphrodite because back in that day, I definitely rubbed a couple out for Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, okay, Chris, come on. Like I said, it's a it's a children's show, man. Well, you what know what, kids? I guarantee you, the kids are jerking their dicks too. Okay. Guaranteed. Whoa, 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 Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's finish this up because I'm losing my voice. But um, you know what I watched that was uh, really bizarre. What's that? It was uh, I, th- I believe it was on Netflix. It was a documentary called "Don't Pick Up the Phone." You know what? I've seen the commercial for that. Is that good? Man, we watched like the first episode, but then uh, Susan started getting bummed out. She wanted me to change it, but it's the weirdest story and it's tantalizing in a weird way. Uh, But apparently if this even happened, because again, like, I don't know if some of these shows are freaking made up or if this is for real, right? but uh, uh, allegedly some dude was like crank calling fast food places around the country and trying to find uh, one that would go and strip search their employees based on this believable story okay. that they would tell. So they'd and say what, was, like like they're stealing money or something, and they right, stuck right, it in their like, shorts. Uh, okay, you know, Hank, the, one of one of the uh, employees. Do you have an employee there? She's very petite. 
dark hair. And they're like, yeah, that's that's uh, that's Louisa. Oh, I, I think saw her pocketing about. money or something. Yeah, she stole one of the customer's money. And what what you need to do is to, is uh, we're going to be coming there. We're on our uh, we're going to be on our way in a little bit. We could we could arrest her ourselves, or you could carry out a search for us just to be sure and give her a chance that maybe she could not have to come in, come downtown. Okay. Type scenario. Nice. And, and this was all you know <laughs> filmed on the on the camera, and they're doing like the full reenactment, and right. the investigator that they start interviewing to tell you know his point of view on the story he's like well shoot you know he gets on the scene he's like wait there's a camera well we gotta watch this you know what i mean and so he goes in the back and he's he's watching the tape of the the man the female manager that basically takes this poor woman into the back who's young probably 18 right. years old or something like that and little by little has her stripping her her clothes oh off my god nice and i mean that's terrible okay. that's terrible i know but when you're listening to this <laughs> You're like, how is this even possible? Because you know the caller's like asking, you know, what what her breasts look like. And you know, nice. Oh, so it gets ridiculous. Yeah, and she's like, okay. Well, she's like describing. Does she have large areolas? Yeah. No. <laughs> did you, you know, touch between the cleavage of her breasts. Yeah. And I'm watching this going, holy moly! I can't believe this. <laughs> uh, and uh, apparently this happened in, in a lot of places it was like okay. a full became a full fbi wow. investigation but maybe you can watch it and let me know i will watch ends, it because yeah. i wasn't allowed to finish watching it i'll watch it but yeah the only thing i watched this week on netflix which netflix is becoming just a fucking ghost town you know i see them promoting new movies and i look at the date it's like 1989 i'm like jesus that's not new yeah it's going down the crapper for it's sure. going to shit but i will say one that was good this week was that bernie madoff made off mm-hmm. the, the the monster of wall street he made off with everybody's money dude all i learned from that from that thing was that you don't have to be brilliant to rip off the government Oh, he no, even no, said no. he even said it. He said he said I really didn't do anything. I just created a bunch of fake fake fucking paper. He said that's all that's he did. Good. American greed has a ton of shit like that. People that were billing the government for for screws and mm-hmm. you know nuts and bolts and stuff, charging you know ten grand a nut, you know, and yeah. it takes years to for somebody to audit that or kind of take a look at mm-hmm. it closer. They're just shelling out money. It's a huge machine. Well, and and then once they do, and and I haven't got to the to the very end of the Bernie thing, but I think I think I know where it's going. Once it gets to be so profound of a theft, and it's a regulated thing, the mm-hmm. government doesn't want to step in because it makes them look bad, a, and it makes them somewhat liable. And that's, yeah, that, that's why the, they're losing. Yeah. And that's why the government didn't want to step in on Madoff. They, they, from what I understand, they knew a good amount of time before they took him out. Right. But they didn't want to, they did not want to take him down because they were, um, you know, they, they had responsibility as the security exchange commission. If it was fraudulent and they were they were signing off on it month so after month after pay, month, would they have to pay the damages the government or? I, uh, I don't know how that all works because I know I know quite a few people that had money invested with Madoff that did not get money back. No, and that killed themselves and stuff. Yeah, like that. people like killed it. themselves, and I know quite a few 
quite a few people that and then his son right didn't you say uh, his son killed himself yeah right yeah his son killed himself and some of the people that worked with him killed themselves and um but he don't give a fuck he's like whatever dude those stories are great you know an american greed i still keep going back to that when like you said it's a desert on netflix and we go what about american greed and i watched like two more episodes of that which just really give you a behind the scenes of of the motivations and in the uh medical field oh yeah Uh, this one this one that i watched uh there was this indian guy that had a had a startup um which was fentanyl spray it, it was a fentanyl spray that was for for cancer patients okay okay but he wanted to you know uh grow from that not just doing cancer patients so he sure. started hiring these sales people to come in and schmooze all the doctors and everything right and when you're hearing the stories about all the doctors that got on board with prescribing this the most highly addictive up at that point mm-hmm. drug Right. To these people that just had back pain or, you know, something like that, pain management and the incentives that they would offer. They would even tell them, hey, you you can um, put on fake meetings and charge us for it. You know what I mean? And right. uh, every time you write every prescription that you write, you're going to get more money from us. Right. And they were paying some of these doctors millions of dollars and they had, you know, written you know tens of thousands of prescriptions <laughs> and just destroying all these people's uh lives and this guy sure. didn't care you know yeah. that uh the ceo um and it's scary just to see because people like to think that people with white coats are these great people all the time that had took an oath to protect you and the patient comes first and all that bullshit yeah that's all shit it's total bullshit it's a business and these people are out to make money their their degrees costed a lot of money yeah. to get their medical license and you know they want or or, or they're just yeah. pathologically fucking sick fucks did did you see that that doctor death guy okay so if you're talking about this donch guy doctor yeah. donch dr okay, donch so doctor he, he was a, he was the next one that came on where i was yeah. like what this guy went to uh medical school for like 15 years or something to be a neuro surgeon but then when he shows up he's like a maniac that doesn't know what he's doing that's like taking yeah wait for this acid dropping acid before he goes into work well dude and 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 he really i mean he did things that were so basic like dropping screws into muscles right instead i mean like somebody was going in to get their spine fused and this guy had some device that was supposed to be attached to the spine he just drilled a hole in this person's like muscle and just left the thing sitting in there brutalized people took out like chunks like and there was these two doctors that were like the whole time trying to blow the whistle on this guy with the medical board but there's such a bureaucracy yeah going on that that and he would just move from hospital yeah, to hospital. that was the part was that he 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 literally paralyzed somebody and instead of taking him to the medical board they didn't want the the liability of whatever with the medical board so they just quietly terminated him with without cause 
or without without you know or specifying he, yeah, or he that. could resign there's a loophole yeah, he, where, yeah. where he could resign and there'd be nothing even said on your record for it yeah and he just went to the next place and then did it again they say i mean the number 33 came up again but uh they said like 33 out of 38 people he fucked up and he killed yeah. people he killed, he killed people. people he paralyzed his best friend that was a weird twist i didn't even know you're allowed to like do surgeries you're on not. people you know that's what made me wonder did this happen it seems just so atrociously ridiculous yeah the story itself but there was people where he was severing arteries and then not even like caring about it he was like leaving sponges and people sewing it back up it was insane he ended up getting a life sentence that dude's in prison for for life he yeah. can't get out he'll never get out for the damage and pain that he caused and i guarantee you he works in the fucking medical room yeah i guarantee you he does you know you know they're not keeping him out of the fucking sick bay or whatever they call it in prison he could put to, yeah i don't know man but they watch tv in there they probably see him and they go yeah. oh, you're that you're that guy yeah but they'll also see yeah he's got a medical degree better than anybody else we got bring him in here because they don't give a fuck if you live or die anyway up. well they don't Maybe give a fuck will. if you live or die in prison anyway so right you know, so whatever. But yeah, that guy was fucked. I, I watched both the documentary and then the then the ridiculous reenactment of it, which was really dumb. I, I will say that the, the documentary, really good. The the reenactment with Christian Slater as the, the one doctor. Oof. They actually made a movie about it? Yes, it's on Peacock. It's horrible. Okay. It's laughable, horrible. It's it's a it's a docu-series. It's a series based on with Christian Slater as the the whistleblower doctor. I don't it's, trust anybody. You know, Chris, I had to go. Oh, go Chris, ahead. You want to tell us about you it? No, I'm just going to tell you. It's Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. Oh, great. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Guy that knows What's the, the thing latest about Alec Baldwin, man. He's, he, you know, shoots these people allegedly. He and then what? It's Alec Baldwin. He got away with it. It's just going to be. He's just not yeah. going to do any work for a year or two. And then we're going to yeah. see him again sometime. Made fun of Trump. Not guilty. Is that a true story? Because shouldn't there be like some kind of court thing going on or public record? Uh, I don't know. I, dude, I could care because whenever Hollywood guys are douches. involved, whenever there's actors involved in anything, I'm always super sus that yeah. the event even happened. It was another like ridiculous distraction event right. that like. What does it say? There was a story on 2020 about a plastic surgeon who put big tits on male patients. Yeah. Was this was it the Thambesis guy from that band? <laughs> from <laughs> As I Lay Dying. As I Lay Dying. <laughs> was he the guy? Maybe Ben. <laughs> nice. All right, enough of this shit. My voice is done. Let's get out of here. All right. Believe it or not, we did two hours. Can you believe that? That was a fast two hours. You don't care. You're fucking stoned and drunk. People, You're good. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be back next week with another episode of Chris Aiken presents the live stuff. Um, trying to think if I have anything other than that, than this coming out this week. I think I do. Oh, I do. I have um, an interview. I knocked down with um, Todd Dammit Kearns from the slash band as well as his new band heroes and monsters with will hunt from evanescence and black label society. And, um, who's the other guy in that band? Uh, I'm going to feel like a dick because I don't remember, but, uh, it's somebody that's notable too. So 
<laughs> Whatever. You just have to trust us. Yeah, you'll just have to tr- look it up. Heroes and monsters. It's good. And um, that that comes out at some point this week as well. So um, good stuff. Thanks to our friends, our new friends in Lansdowne. We like those guys a lot. And um, check out their videos for Medicine or the song Halo. Either one of those two songs are great. Look for a new album in March. And for Chris Aiken Presents, I have been Chris Aiken. And I'm Eric Ferentinos. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. (laughs) 